Uncle Talking, Top Rope Walking, Ultimate Exit, Serious Blacksmith, Never Be Vague with your boy Craig, An Opinion Mixing from Peter Nixon, Keep to Reason in Impactful Way, Bloody Nonsense, as the Brits say, Talking Bloody Nonsense. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the MIC Craig, a.k.a. Mr. Impact. One and only Peter Nixon, this is Talking Bloody Nonsense. Right here on the TNA IW channel, it's a new week, it's a new impact, but first things first. Nixon, how's it going? All good here, thank you. I've got an, another tin of peaches and cream, Tiny Rebel. Um, Kaylee uh, is away at the moment. She just messaged me a picture, they've gone out for dinner, um, where they are. They've got the Tiny Rebel Key Lime Lager on draft. Of, of the main one, because it's always like the fight. same videos always uh, Whilst out We already have seen um, the evolution uh, of the yeah, commercials, but generous, there's still a long way to yeah. go. There's been... Yeah, I just, I think... Sorry to get going with, with a beer tonight. It just wasn't up for it. I'm on the lemonade. Okay. The diet lemonade, because... Gotta stop drinking sugar. Stop, 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 stop the sugar crap. Do you know what? I've um, I used to drink Coke off the, the gun at work. Uh, a fair amount of it. Um, and I switched to zero recently. And now, not only do I feel better, um, I've lost a little bit of my beer berry. And I tried, I, I think I had a half of coke <laughs> the other day oh. i didn't really enjoy it it's too sweet i'm i'm, I'm all about the coke zero now mm. baby yeah i had to go cold turkey with mr coke because i was drinking far too much of it i was getting mm. like two packs every week but anywho well first things first, first i hope that everyone is feeling the more productive it's important everyone feels oozy uh <laughs> which I, I know this is WWE podcast, but I fucking love the bloodline. But that segment uh, will go down in history. They'll be praying that for years to come. Fantastic. But this is an Impact Wrestling podcast, and we're not going to start with some Impact Wrestling. We'll talk uh, British wrestling. Is it, we don't talk of one week and then like two, Hello, almost two weeks in a row. We do. Uh, it comes up. Jams. But I want to uh, talk a little bit about something. And uh, as that, always, I'm coming to you. RevPro uh, recently live streamed one of their shows. The uh, TNT have been on uh, pay per view along with GCW. And instead of doing it's this alone, becoming a, I have two friends uh, a bit more regular. Uh, Person Eve tend to live stream their stuff quite a lot. British wrestling companies are now, some of them anyway, are branching out into. <laughs> live streaming and the pay-per-view side of things in terms of live streaming there's a worry of some uh wrestling fans british wrestling fans and communities on, online and stuff like that battle royal edition that if every company starts to live stream their shows that tna impact it will be the attendance in the venue will go down 20 men which is one i can sort of see where they're coming from given Wilson, that if a pay-per-view tournament pay-per-view costs talk about that. 15 quid Our DJ but the tickets are about 30 and dj black snow i i can understand that what, what's, what's your take on, on if would <laughs> would it necessarily bring the life dependence down or obviously difficult you to want a fat burner. tell but you want to be a big man you want to be is a real, real, a, real, real, real big that, man. That, should that be a concern for those who are going to branch out to live streaming their stuff? Straight from the aisle and the I don't aisle. think so. I don't think... Um, if, right, if a company like RevPro uh, is live streaming all their shows, um, I don't think attendance would go down uh, at, their, at their shows because they're just reaching a a broader audience you know um also if uh if they're live streaming they're they're you know they're open to a, a bigger audience they're going to get more people come to the shows um i don't think you can't compare a you going to a live show 
to watching a live show because it's all about the experience even if it's more expensive even if it's double the price um yeah. or usually more than that because you've got transport food merchandise yeah and if you want to go front row there's, there's a, probably a bump as well um yeah it's it's all about the experience getting to to meet the wrestlers at intermission buy their merchandise and um be a part of the show you know take in the atmosphere um so no i i don't think live streaming um a show would take away from the um the future attendance um because it, you you can't compare the two experiences and yeah like i say it, it's if you're live streaming a show it's it's open to a, a broader audience that's that's my yeah. take on it craig yeah, I, you know, I have to agree. It's being at a show and being part of the atmosphere when when something huge happens. You know, like for instance, um, there are things that happen at live shows that obviously most companies put pretty much every company puts their stuff on demand now, so you can watch it after the fact anyway. Yeah. But there are some things that transfer well to a live audience that don't transfer well when it's being watched on a on a screen. You know, uh, for instance, um, at a, a recent Leaf Progress show, uh, the Sunshine Machine, uh, Tiki Cooper, and remember here spot. Was, uh, I believe Tiki was on was on Mambo's shoulders. Over top rope dives. Which, oh, so that it's um three dives must happen at the same time, but it took a while for them to get into place. It's, it's the security guards to be there to you know catch them, and people online who saw it through their through their phone screens were shitting on it, but the live audience really popped for it. Mm. So it's you're being part of a show. Is when you get to contribute to that atmosphere, it's nothing quite like it. But as I said, you know, it shows you know, it can be really expensive. Um, I think one PW is up to about 80 quid, but that's front row. But again, I, you know, they have world class talent coming out, they have some big people in the, in the, on the world on their shows. Yeah. So again, that, that has to be, that's obviously a factor. And people tr- will travel to the show. It's not just, just going to be people based in Yorkshire. Exactly. People will travel from all over the country to these shows. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at it, and uh, it's in York, I think it's right. Yeah, it's the it's. I'm looking at getting to that show because you know I want to see Ty Valkyrie and Johnny Johnny John Morrison Johnny Impact Johnny Every Name. I want to see Will Ospreay versus Robbie X. Mm. This, so it's, it's I think live streaming is obviously great for people who can't always afford to be at the shows. But no, I I don't th- necessarily think the tents will go down will go down drastically because people people always want to be at shows. <laughs> it's there's no major comparison yeah between the two it's all about all about people watching it and I said it's a, it'd be available all over the world I know um TNT versus, versus GCW that was streamed on, on fight and it's already having a good impact with GCW coming over here and and helping out the British scene as a whole. Um, if you saw social media, you know I recently spoke to Leon Slater, who is heading to GCW on November twentieth. That happened because he went to he he went to the TNT show and was put on the card. And uh, again, little spoiler alert, but I spoke to Tony Deppen at at GCW's TNT, and that's the reason he's. Now, going to be on GCW. 
but you can hear more in depth on that when that interview drops very very excited about so it's so it gives these wrestlers with incredible talent to be seen by a worldwide audience which will for a lot of these people that the aim is to be signed by major promotion and that's only going to help mm. i mean see live streaming is great but oh because if you, if you live stream it you're more likely to get more people watching it as it airs instead of two to three weeks later when the when the company puts it up on on their on-demand service or youtube or uh, the the network or fight whatever it is so it's it's i think it can only be a benefit if more companies do do it i know it's, it's only a handful but it's it certainly be a benefit to british wrestling as a whole yeah well like you said it, it takes the show worldwide as opposed yeah. to just localization. So that means let's let's use Leon Slater as a as an example. Um if uh, if he was on the TNT versus GCW show and the show wasn't streamed, then it would just be the people in that vicinity that would be aware of the match and and indeed the, the show. Um because the show was streamed, more people will see Leon Slater. That means more people will check out his back catalogue. More people will be aware of him. More people will be buying his merchandise. More people will be going to see him at live shows. So um, it's all about advancing these wrestling companies, getting their names out there in, you know, national, and international so yeah uh, I, I don't think it, it holds any company back by um by live streaming it quite the reverse yeah. it's something that if a company wants to to build themselves up it's something they need to do yeah you know it said uh i think the one i'm, I'm majorly aware of would be uh person eve i think they're the ones that are really nerds that are live streaming and hmm. you know, the, the proper talent they have for most of their shows like w- one of the biggest views in person eve is probably session moth martina versus suya it's one of the highest rated, rated watched match matches on youtube and right so it is a banger I, it has to be it's a And that being on YouTube, then that exposes more people to the talents they have. So, which can only benefit the UK scene, which can only benefit the UK wrestlers and everyone else involved in the show to get them seen worldwide. So it can only it can only benefit in a positive way. Yes, exactly. So with that, there's some. That was some positive chat we had. Now, I think you're probably going to go some slightly more negative stuff, but it's not intended to be. It's just where we are. Tommy Dreamer. It's always been, especially when it is the last two, three years in Impact, has had quite a lot of... uh, Quite a lot of people talking about him, particularly online, about the amount of TV time he gets, the matches he gets, and the people he has to, he he beats. I, I'll just ask you this: Should Tommy Dreamer be on TV this much? Tommy Dreamer, as he is right now? No. Here's the thing: Tommy Dreamer is a legend. And Tommy Dreamer can still work. But he should not be on Impact Wrestling as much as he is. Bust him out 
twice, three times a year, fantastic. You know he's gonna um, get viewers on YouTube. I'm sure he gets good numbers. Into like if, um, for example, I, I haven't seen the numbers, but I'm sure the Dreamer and Bully Ray versus Juice and uh, Chris Bay match, like the highlights yeah. that went on YouTube, I'm sure that got good numbers. Yeah. Um, not not just because of Bully Ray and Juice Robinson, but you know. Let's use another example. Dreamer versus... If Dreamer were to wrestle Raj Singh on next week's show, yeah. and they'd put the highlights on there, because Dreamer's in it, it would get good numbers. Because he's a legend, and he's a name. Yeah. Uh, but he he can't be on Impact every week, even if it's just a backstage thing. He's... Oh, it's hard to say, because I, I like Dreamer. <laughs> I was a fan of his work, and even after he got cancelled for that brief period of time for um, his comments on Dark Side of the Ring, which he's apologised for, and I'm I'm over it, and it seems like most people are. Um, I forgot my train of thought then. (laughs) I'm a fan of his work. Um, He's a legend, but in 2022, he should not be featured this much because he's taking TV time away from people they should be developing like Chris Bay, like Ace Austin, like Speedball Mike Bailey Yeah Yeah, I that's mean, my take on it And Again you know, I, I've, I've got to agree, especially when it comes to the, the TV time Tommy Dreamer's been on TV twice That's his, that's his Bound for Glory and Death Dolls have been on. I don't think they've been on TV for the last two last two weeks since winning the tag titles. Like I said, yeah, I don't had, think they've had a match on TV, have they? They, they uh, did a, no, uh, a, a, a six woman tag after see, winning the belts. So yeah, they, so that's, that's the week. That was the week. At, well, a few a few days after Battle for mm. right? But Dreamer's been on TV. All it's been, it's been three weeks since Battle for Glory, four weeks now. And Dreamer's been on TV for three weeks straight. It's I, I'm I'm with it. I've Dreamer is great. I've it, like like everyone in Impact, they have their place within the company. They you know, there's. Impact don't just put you on TV for no reason. There's always something around it. Doom always has, for the most part, has reason to be on TV. Obviously, right now, you know, we've got a thing with Bully. Fine, is what it is. But yeah, he shouldn't be on TV this much. Hmm. When you've got a roster full of people, which you know it, they have, is quite a lot of people on this roster. Obviously, not as much as some other promotions but there's still people who who need tv time to progress their their careers tony juma's let's be tony has had his career there's i mean apart from winning world championship there's nothing else for tony juma to do and as much as much i'm a fan of tony juma he's not going to win a major world championship i mean obviously i could be completely wrong because it's happened before Obviously, not not necessarily the impact, but you no, know, Chris Jericho. You've got Goldberg. You've got whoever. But Tommy Dreamer isn't on that level. So as horrible as horrible as it sounds, Dreamer is a solid, solid worker, and you know, a, a legend. He's, he's he's worked for every major promotion in the world. So. He is he's a first ballot hall of famer. There's no doubt that Tommy Dreamer is a first ballot hall of famer. But there's other people who could be on TV, and because Impact only have an hour and a half a week, obviously it's two hours if you watch it on the TV. But it's it's an hour and a half of just pure Impact. Yeah. So it's um again I'm yeah. trying not to be. Too- Negative on it, but it's well, yeah. 
yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Craig. But let me be let me be very clear. I'm not saying fire Tommy Dreamer. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, Dreamer is a great mind. He has a great mind for the business, and it's because he's a fan. You know, uh, aside from all the stuff he's done in the business, he is a fan of the business, and you can tell like when he. Um, painted his face like Road Warrior Animal just after he died. When he comes out with the uh, dusty polka dots on his gear, he yeah. is a fan. And that translates well uh, in terms of booking minds, uh, in my experience. So, yes, keep him on the team. Keep him as part of the booking committee. And I do not have a problem with busting Dreamer out for this Boogie Ray storyline. Use him in the one match, great. But once this bully thing has run its course, let's put Dreamer back on the shelf in terms of the wrestler Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Put him back on the shelf, keep him around as part of the booking committee, of course. Um, yeah. I, it, it, sorry for stuttering, but... I'd love to meet Dreamer and I'd love to, you know, just pick his brain and go yeah. out for a drink with him. I think he'd be a great guy and just a wonderful conversation. Um, yeah, so I, I really don't want this to come across as negative towards Dreamer. No, it's it, just we, we need we, we. Impact Wrestling need to be featuring the younger guys, the, the future, the, the present more so than the past sorry tom yeah no it's i agree tommy dreamer is it seems like it's just, uh, it's just a great guy to be around you know before we move on like i uh, years ago, a year or so ago i wrote an article about uh tommy dreamer when he got his input or title shot against which one and oh that was a great match yeah 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 when i wrote like i wrote an article about it and you know, and he like, he tweeted it himself. Like he he found it and posted it to his own. He didn't retweet it. He got the link and posted it to his own Twitter. That's and so then, cool. And like he, he he forgot to tag me. And I, I didn't pick it up. I didn't care. The point is, he shared it on his own volition. Then when someone tagged me saying that Tommy Dreamer tweeted it, Dreamer messaged me and said, "Oh, sorry, I forgot to tag you. It was a great article." Like he didn't need to do that. In slightest, I was just happy that he, that he even saw it. Mm. So, Dreamer is, is a great guy, but, but yes, is the rest of Tommy Dreamer. Like, yeah, bring him out for when when, when they're in Philly. Bring him and, and get and that New pop. York because yeah yeah from Yonkers. Yeah, get that pop, get that nostalgia pop, but. He doesn't need to be facing and beating the people who who are on the way to the top. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help anyone. So that's that. Tommy, absolutely, if Tommy Dreamer has no nothing on Tommy Dreamer, it's just no one to not no one to not do it. Like, but we'll move on from that. And Overdrive is coming up uh, November eighteenth. Uh, Kentucky Paris Town Hall. We've, so far, we've got uh, Frankie Kazarian cashing options C and Josh Alexander facing for the Impact World Championship. And we've got tag team titles, Heath and Rhino against the major players. But from there, what other matches do you see being on this card? And like, what? So let's, let's just go with the title matches. We can't really pick up fews, but. Okay, so knockouts, knockouts title. What? How? Where do you see that one going? If, if it even is defended, who? Who is Jordan Grace facing? It, it seems to me like they're doing stuff with Giselle Shaw at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah. The, the the fact that you know she's grouped with Vexed, who are interested in getting the knockouts tag titles back, but Giselle still keeps referencing the knockouts world title. So yeah. I, I think that's the direction I'll go for overdrive. Jordan Grace versus Giselle Shaw, which will be 
fantastic. Yes, it'll, it'll be a, a banger. You see, but yeah, I have to agree. It's either going to be Giselle or Mickey James, but I think Mickey's a, it's a bit too soon, Mickey. Yeah, it's probably too, going to be, too soon for the last rodeo, yeah. It's probably going to be Mickey versus Taylor Wilde. Oh, yeah, I'm game for that. I think that will be where it goes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, knockouts tag. I will even be defended. We haven't seen Bexton. I haven't seen the Death Dolls since they came to Vegas. So, like, where's this one go? It's, I mean, obviously, Chelsea is potentially heading back to WWE if the rumours are to be believed. What's what's happened with the knockouts tag titles? No, maybe, but I don't see how it could work. I did have a uh, if, uh, Jeff also mentioned it. Uh, Mickey and Taylor teaming up for going after the knockouts tag titles. That's the direction, but it seems like they're going to go with Mickey and uh, Taylor in singles. But so knockouts tag, what's happened with that? Because it's it's going to take a while. Well, here's the thing. Um... Because Mickey James is on the last rodeo. If she loses, she retires. Yeah. I can't see them winning the tag titles. So I don't think that's the direction I'll go. Plus, babyface team versus babyface team. It's not a good dynamic. Yeah. So I, I don't think they'll do that. Um, the only other team is Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. And they could very well do that as just a, a throwaway. Not a throwaway, but, you know. As a plus a, a special. Strong, a strong defence for the Death Dolls. Yeah. It, the Knockers tag is, is difficult because they have been kind of hot shot a little bit. And if, I mean, maybe we do get Vexed and that's that's it for Vexed. But the Knockouts Tag Team Champions haven't been on TV in, what, in about three weeks. I don't know. I don't know where this one goes. I, I do really want to see them be more prominent because yeah. every other knockouts tag team have been in- inspiration vexed uh, um, uh, influence influence there we go they were even that was kind of again that was another hot shot but they were they were featured a lot more that's all has they're great like and we haven't seen tire we haven't seen any member of the Death Dolls. I don't even know if, you're, if they were at Vegas for tapings. Like, it's, it's that point where there's only two more episodes that, in Vegas. So I, I, I don't know what's going to happen here because they have to, if they're going to sort of like it's tag titles, they've got to do it in the next couple of weeks before they head to Kentucky. Mm. So, but I I I think I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna pencil in vexed for the knockouts title match. Okay. Because yeah. maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But... I, I could see it being Tasha and Savannah. Um, can I just say about the Paris Town Hall in Louisville? Um, when Sacrifice was announced for that venue, I I thought they were running from the Davis Arena, which mm. if you saw Throwback Throwdown the IPWF show in December, it's tiny and it's a bit of a shithole. Um, so I, I wasn't... Yeah. Even though Sacrifice uh, had a great card on paper, I wasn't looking forward to the show just because I thought it was the Davis Arena. I'm very relieved to see it was in the Paris Town Hall, uh, which isn't a big venue. And there are venues, the Impact runs, that look better on television. But holy shit, what a great hot crowd. And Sacrifice yeah. was the show where you got Jonah and PCO, Jay White and Alex Shelley, so many other so many other great matches. Um yeah. and the crowd were hot for the whole show. So I eat my words about the Paris Town Hall because <laughs> it's a great venue for impact to run and overdrive. You know they're gonna put on a good show and the crowd will be there for it. So I'm, I'm very I'm very much looking forward to overdrive on that front. Yeah, it's with with uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and Ohio, obviously they're close by. They found their their audience in that in that city in that state. They found it, and they know they can get the get the most out of them. 
Mm-hmm. But they found it in Vegas. They found it in New York to some extent as well. It, I, I like this venue. I'm excited for it. But obviously, we keep moving forward with Overdrive. Obviously, that's obviously the DMC can't be defended because Myers is competing for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe we have to look into this as another uh, topic at some point. DMC seems to have, I don't know, it's, it's a bit, there's no, one, there's no challenges for it anymore. There's no, I can't see much going on in the DMC. I wonder if, because Brian Myers is not defending it on Overdrive, they'll do some sort of number one contender multi-man match. Maybe, but I, it's, you know, it's supposed to be an open title, but again, no knockouts have really challenged for it since, well, since, which is interesting. But as far as, there's pretty much title matches done because they can't, oh, there's there's the exclusion, but we can kind of, Predict that. I mean, we could have been a bit last week, but just get a, an official match for Overdrive. Extra title. Who who's goes forward? For me, I think uh, Trey Miguel and Black Taurus. I think that's where they go with that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the brackets. Um, yeah, I I think. It, it would be the final at Overdrive, right? The final of the, the tournament. Yeah. I think Black Taurus wins his bracket, and I think you're right. Trey, Trey beats Speedball uh, in the semi-final, and that's the the final. I think you're right. Uh, it's it's difficult because Trey's won it a couple of times. Um, yeah. Trey was a great champion, and you know Trey. Uh, will have great matches. One of my favourite matches of the year um, was Trey and Speedball from Emergence. I think that's, that sounds right. <laughs> or against all odds, one of them. Yeah. yeah. Absolute classic. Loved it. Um, so you know Trey and Taurus or Trey and uh, PJ Brack? Mm-hmm. PJ Brack and Yuya Uemura, isn't it? In the... Yeah on BTI. Um, so yeah, mind you, PJ Black could, could go the distance and be the new champion. It, that's the thing. I wouldn't be annoyed with any of these people in, the, in this, in this tournament winning the championship. They'd all make very credible champions. Mm-hmm. Yuya is obviously, you know, Yuya's on his excursion tour. That wouldn't be a bad way to get noticed by New Japan again. But I, I don't know. It's I, I think Blatterus is going to be the next exhibition champion. I want it to be Speedball, but like like you're saying, it's it, then the Kazarian match may as well never happened. Yeah, um, Taurus. He's he's been with the company for a long time, and he's at times it felt like he's been overlooked. Um, it kind of wasted as a member of Decay. Um, so it'd be a great way of yeah. of thanking him for his time in the company so far by actually yeah. giving him the ball. Yeah, uh, it'd be a uh, be, be nice to see because Taurus is he's had bangers even before you signed to Impact in Impact. Mm-hmm. You now uh, it was in Mexico. It's Rhino, Taurus, and Moose. It, yeah, that was again. That was that was great. But actually, I think that was more so they could say, "Oh, it's three animals in a match." <laughs> like that. It was still a good match, but it was definitely for the the gimmick of it. Yeah, for sure. So, but I think yeah, it's gonna be uh, Black Taurus, and I hope we get to see him defend it against uh, Vikingo. Who's just got his visa? Although he has just come out down with an injury, oh, which no. just as he gets his visa to start traveling, he gets injured, which 
sucks because Brackingo it was so impacting to sign him right now. AEW sign Brackingo. AEW will snap Vikingo up. I guarantee yeah. it. Guarantee it. And that will be kind of frustrating because although I think Impact have a have a shout because they've used him on their shows and they've made him uh, uh, the Impact fandom know who Vikingo is because he's had bangers when they go to Mexico like like with TJP a match against TJP was insane and there's just so many more but I think you know, Impact have a shout it's like, it's like anyone has a shout but I hope we get Vikingo because that's been it's been on Impact Impact's fans list for, for quite a while I'm all, all for it. So just before we move on to the, uh, the this time to be the final twenty because we have something fun planned. Um, it, we need to say, obviously Macklin is Macklin's next for the World Championship surely, and he he, he must be he needs to be featured on this on this card. Macklin get in this one. I've I've got a feeling it's gonna be Bully Ray. I think we get Macklin Bully Ray. Yeah. Okay. I mean I would like for the Court Trophy to be on the line, but it's not gonna happen. Do you know you don't think they'll go with Bully Ray versus Ace Austin? Again, that that is more than more than possible. But I think they can get that one wrapped up before they head to because it's there's not a lot in it. It's we've proven that it's not bully. It be whoever. I mean, I've got a feeling it could be Madman Fulton. Okay, that's at the break. I know out of nowhere, but I it could potentially be Fulton. I wouldn't mind seeing him back. They're they were heading to Louisville. Fulton isn't far away. So and obviously, yeah, obviously they have the connection. Yeah, Fulton. Fulton may feel like. Ace owes, he owes Ace one, so it could be. But again, I, I, I've got a feeling they'll go with Macklin and, and Bully. I, I, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I've just got that feeling. Who said Macklin needs to be involved in this card somehow? Who? How do you see him fitting in if he is fit? If he is putting him on this one? I think yeah, you could be right with the Macklin versus Bully Ray. Um, they're doing Sammy versus. Eric Young on Impact tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what else is on Impact tonight, Craig? Uh, you've got. I put you on the spot. The there. Sorry. Division. So you've got the Division tournament. I actually have the Impact website open, so I can, I can look. Uh, is the the, the exhibition title tournament is um. Kenny King and Speedball, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it has King and Speedball. Um, Aussie Open versus Kazarian Alexander. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. It's going to be a banger. And you've, you've got Moose versus Ace Austin. Moose and Ace Austin, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a banging card. It's a young that's, Callahan. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just while we're on the subject, who, if it's not Madman Fulton, who do you think did attack Ace Austin? I, I, Is someone on the roster currently? Well, fortunately, I have the roster in front of me. And I don't know. Well, I don't know how it goes, but it could have been Juice. Juice sits onto AW. I don't know if he's allowed to be Bullet Club and All Elite at the same time. I know I they have know a relationship. But... confirmed about Juice being signed to AEW. Okay, well, there's reports he has. And if... It would make sense because Tony Storm, his fiance or wife, fiance, no, I believe fiance, wife. Uh, is there and is yeah. the champion. So that would make sense. But yeah, I don't know if, it, if he's there yet. Can I tell you who I think it is? Go ahead. I think it's Bully Ray. Okay. I just think they're going to... 
interesting. Everyone who's saying to Josh, don't trust Bully Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Is correct. And Bully Ray will fuck Josh over. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to win the championship, but I think Bully Ray is going to show his true colours, show the fact that he, he hasn't changed after all these years. Okay. And yeah, it, it will, it will okay. be Bully that attacked Ace. Okay, so on quickly before we move on, on the Bully thing, you mentioned he's going to screw Josh. Do you think, because if it's like a, you know, like a Money in the Bank style cash-in type thing, surely Bully will have to win. Like, I, is there a scenario where if, if you want heat on Bully and he just loses anyway after, you know, attacking from behind and cashing in, like Moose did, there has to be the heat on Bully. Is, is, does Bully lose that, though? It would make Bully look really weak. If, yeah. for example, Josh beats Kazarian at overdrive, Bully attacks, cashes in, and Josh wins again... Um, yeah, it it would make sense if it is if you know bully is still the dickhead heel we know him to be the the bully Ray character I'm talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would make sense for bully to cash in after Josh has wrestled after he's knackered and bully to win the world title so Josh yeah. can chase again, and then the internet will. We'll probably burn down. Uh-huh. I think Impact will will lose a bit of their reputation that they've just started rebuilding. You know, the, yeah. the old TNA reputation is sort of being pushed aside now and Impact is starting to build up their reputation with the hardcore fans. Um, I think if Bully Ray were to then win the world title, it would be a step backwards. Even if it is for Josh to be able to chase and, you know, regain the world title soon after, those people are are gonna hang their hats on the fact that Bully Ray is the world champion in 2022. So I hope that's not the direction they go. And that's the thing, you know, impacts are making a pretty big deal of the fact that Josh just took out, took over Sting in terms of longest world championship reigns. Mm. Fourth and only. I- yeah, and I think it's for Josh to beat Bully on the way to becoming the longest reigning world champion. I think that I think that, that benefits more, although it doesn't necessarily benefit Bully too much. But again, Bully is he's, he's already two-time world champion, so that's I think we can let that bit slide. And then for Macklin to come in and beat Josh as longest reigning world champion. Yeah, I think it just puts that, shuts that rocket to his back and sends him even even higher up than he is going right now. So I I I think uh, hard to kill. Uh, Josh beats Bully, and then Slammiversary Rebellion. Uh, Macklin beats Josh. That's that's how's it going? No, oh, I'm I'm still saying PCO has to. Has to challenge Josh at Hard to Kill. Yeah, I would obviously love to see that, but I just don't know. I, mean, I, I think this Eddie and PCA feuds goes goes to Hard to Kill, and they have a monsters ball a lot along those lines. I, but I, again, I don't know anything, so no. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to move on, and we're going to take it to final twenty this time. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that works better. <laughs> um, and we're going to take a look at the the roster of Impact, and one by one, we're going to give our opinion on whether this person should be kept on the roster or whether they should uh, be t- taken off the roster, and people we keep, how we'd utilize them if. We were the buckers. Yeah, it's a state of the impact roster address, and I totally stole the idea from Jim Cornette. I said, one and only time Jim Cornette gets a shout out on this podcast. The one and only time Cornette gets a shout out. Motherfucker! I still remember when he when he, he said uh, that I had the dumbest take of the internet. 
It's I wear that badge with, with pride. I pissed off Jim Cornette so much that he said I had a rubbish take. Awesome. I wear that, wear that with pride. But anywho, so we're going to go one by one. I'm not going to list it. We're going to, everyone, I'm currently looking at the roster. Are we going to mention the commentators as well? Or yeah, the yeah. backstage people? Yeah, yeah? The, whole, the whole crew, referee, well, maybe not referees. I don't know one here anyway, so it's yeah. fine. So we're going to start off, I think a pretty easy one, Ace Austin. Keep. And you transition him into the world title picture. Yeah, I have to agree. Ace Austin's kind of been underutilized a little bit for my liking the last few months. He's just again bullet club, which is is cool, but hasn't really done a lot. And we, we know he's what we've seen. We've seen what he's capable of. He can be a world champion and should be a world champion. I think it's because the bullet club have used as tweeners, and bullet club the faction should be heels ace austin yeah. was a great dickhead heel when he was trying to hit on trey's mum <laughs> um this is great so yeah i would i would keep ace and trey as a tag team as a heel tag team maybe even give them a run with the titles but slowly transition ace into the world title picture yeah i i agree ace was a fantastic like, heel just, just it was just being a prick and i was i'm mm-hmm. was all for it One of my favorite things with ace and the eddie edwards feud is when uh eddie and lish were battering ace with kendo sticks in the hallway of a hotel and the pizza guy just walked in the background and stood there watching for a few seconds then walked away <laughs> which is just excellent yeah excellent stuff next up again i that's say a pretty easy easy one Alex Shelley, keep me keep one hundred percent keep. Um, the only issue with Shelley is is his day job going to affect his impact bookings? Which you know, I applaud wrestlers for having real jobs. Yeah. You know, you need to support your family, and you need a contingency plan if you get injured. Yeah, well, I, I can speak from experience on that one. Yeah. Um. So I would. <coughs> pardon me. I think Shelley's a great person to have in your locker room. He's a positive influence. He's a locker room leader. Um. So yeah, I would certainly keep Alex Shelley on the roster. I don't know if I would like put the world title on him necessarily. Um. I'd keep. Shelly and Saban as a as a team um, because Motor City Machine Gun is the most impactful tag team in the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't think I would give him the big push just because Fair. we don't know how reliable he is. Yeah, I get it. I, you know, like I said, I, I'd keep, I'd keep Shelly too. He's Someone, uh, someone with a lot of knowledge to keep around. To, you know, he's, his fingerprints all over the business, as he as he said, and he's spot on about that. Next up, um, Alicia. I, I love Alicia, but I she, she hasn't had a, a major impact. Like she's. Again, uh, a veteran essentially. She's 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 been around a while, but I I I say if it was a subs bench, I'd put her on that. But if it's just gone, sorry, Lish. But I, I I love Lish. She's she's got. I think she's got great energy. And when she when she's feud when she's in a feud with Eddie or have, if with Eddie against someone, she, she's great. Like, at uh, at um, Homecoming, when she just went apeshit on moves, I love that. When she, when she can do that, fine. But if it's just keep, stay or go, gotta go. 
is the thing with the way Alicia has been used over the years. She's never been a serious contender for any championship. And therefore, I don't think the fans will ever see her as a serious contender. Um, you, you could build her up all you want, but she's not winning the big title. So I'm afraid she's got to go. Um, and I know she's a positive influence in the locker room. People really like her backstage like she's friends of everyone but yeah if we're if we're making cuts i'm afraid alicia is on the cutting rock yeah now next up i mean i think i think we've seen him twice aiden prince (sighs) (laughs) i like him i I think aiden prince has talent um yeah. i don't think he's got much charisma he hasn't really got a character and there are the x division is pretty stacked so i don't think we need aiden prince i i would cut him yeah i'd have to agree i really like aiden prince you know from the uh of the, the one that only is down in canada was great as some mm. epic matches uh yeah. had a pretty uh, had a great match against bupinda in um uh on uh, at uh one of the, one of the philly tapings i think mm-hmm. no it helped bupinda get over like people were booing aiden prince and cheering for bupinda which is yeah. the whole point so but yeah i think it's it's uh it's a, a go from me speaking of bupinda bupinda's up next I I say keep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What are your reasons? If you'd asked me this like six months ago, I would have said no because I don't see what impact see. Now I'm starting to. Impact clearly saw something in him that no one else did, and it's paying off because I I genuinely thought he was going to win the DMC. And I want them to win the DMC. He is it's a homegrown talent that that impact hasn't had in a long time. And so I'm I'm all for keeping Pinder because they tried it they, they, they're trying to do the Shearer thing. Shearer didn't necessarily work. Bupinder can because Bupinder has <laughs> he can wrestle. He can he can get a reaction out of the crowd and it's not just go away yeah i totally agree um bupinda clearly works hard on his craft um i think he could probably use a mouthpiece but that's because english clearly isn't his first language um but he has a, a a raw charisma about him um he needs different theme tune his music is awful um yeah but that's uh, such a nitpicky thing. Uh, yeah, he's he's young. He's got a lot of talent. Um, there's stuff you can do with Bupinda Gujar. Um, and we know how important the Indian market is. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's, I, I think it's important that you keep Bupinda around. Yeah, and yeah, I think I agree. And a mouthpiece would help. I mean, I'm I'm. I would, I'd want to see him cut a promo in, in his own language. Yeah. See how that translates because he's not trying to think of think of the, what that word is translated to. He's he can be fluid and and you don't have to understand a promo to get it. As long as you can feel what they're saying, I guess it translates well. So I'm I would have a pin to maybe start doing a few more promos in in his own language. Because he can, because he can really go for it without having to think of what he's going to say. Make sure he's got the right translation. Sorry, Craig, I lost you for a few seconds. Then that's all. For me, a one hundred percent keep and next next division champion. Yeah, I agree. Um transition him out of decay not necessarily um like as a a feud 
as an, an amiable an amicable transition out of decay so he can go his own you know create his own path and yeah i i don't know if i'd put the exhibition title on him uh certainly not straight away but i would have him as a top contender for sure yeah it's it, he's a great hand a impact do well when it comes to the big guys and i think as extreme champion he could be he could be on the level of smojo mm. like it's it, it, he really could next up we've got the digital media champion brian myers and for me again uh, i say i'd say go I, I i like brian myers but and besides he's been a great digital media champion there's just not much else to do yeah you put the major players but cardona's a star of his own so i'd say go for brian myers i totally disagree i would keep okay. brian myers uh he's a recognizable name even if he's not under his recognizable name of kurt hawkins brian myers he is a face that people recognize once he um gives up the digital media champion and, and puts someone over and you know does them a favor because it'll be a boost for them beating brian myers i would keep him as a as an opening guy which i guess he is already but because he's a recognizable face keep him as a heel um your your traditional sort of your hometown sucks heel mm-hmm. um because it gets the casual fans invested if he's the first person they see on the show and then sure. like with you know going up the roster a bit here but someone like heath comes out and shuts him up yeah that that would be how i start every house show brian myers comes out you know you guys shut shut up you know um yeah and then he comes out and and decks him and gets the big pop yeah they did do that uh um uh tv tapings post like when they first time impact had her crowd in when myers won the he sacrifice i believe or which we wrote one ever like at the end of that TV taping, because uh, uh, Jeff was there, he's um, putting a promo after one. Oops, all that. Damn my phone. They, uh, Myers got promos, and Sonny Callan came out and power drove him, and then everyone went home happy. Myers was still in the ring after everyone left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, I think he definitely has a spot in terms of doing stuff like that. Yeah. So next up. Bully Ray, and for me, it's keep, but for every reason you get for Myers. I would keep him till the end of this storyline and then let him go. Because what else could he do after this? That's fair enough. I mean, he did a pretty good job when obviously it's not the same because Team Devon can't wrestle anymore, but when Team 3D went back to WWE. They were there to put over the, the younger mm. the younger guys, the Usos, uh, Enzo and Cass, and whoever, New Day. Mm. They had to put them over, and it worked well. But he can do that role very well. Yeah. So I, but yeah, I, I, I keep him for every reason, give him wires. Chelsea Green, it's a bye bye from me. I, I just not, I just, there's not a lot there for me. Vexter are a very good tag team. She's a very good heel. But I just, it's, I'm, I'm not too fussed on Chelsea Green, whether she sticks around or, or goes. It's not like, it's not like it's Diana Perrazzo. That's the thing, isn't it? I, I, I agree with you. I enjoy Vexed as a tag team, but Chelsea Green on her own, um, nah. I, I would, I would get rid, yeah. Chris Bay. 
100% keep. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't even ask the question because it's yeah. blatantly obvious. Keep him and actually give him some wins. Yeah. I think option C is a good path for Chris Bay. Well, yeah, but we've seen it a, a couple of times in the last two years. So yeah. I I would keep him in the X Division for a bit. Maybe do the tag run with Ace. And then because I said transition Ace into the world title picture, I would have Bay do the same thing. And like if they're a, a tag team, maybe they've had the tag team titles and they've had a rough split as a team have them feud for a bit in the heavyweight division maybe even like if josh is still the world champion do a three-way yeah. i think that would be a hell of a match and a really cool storyline um so i think i think we may spread this over into a second part because we're running pretty near the time or bang on the time now but we're, st- will- we're still on c yeah, we'll do one more, and then I think we'll make this. We'll, carry, we'll continue this on next week's show because it's quite fun, and hopefully, it gets people watching as well. Mm. But Chris, for every reason, same reason actually, gotta keep him. It's yeah, yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Um, but I would use him more than I would Sherry. Because he's more reliable. I know that's the wrong word. Because Sherry's reliable, obviously. But um, Sabin, this has been his life for the past few years. You know, he's. I don't think he's missed a show. And he's he's done every pay per view, every uh, TV taping. He's been Um, there. Yeah, I mean, besides obviously besides injuries, yeah, he's you know he's. Because it's it's a, it's a man who's been very unlucky when it comes to injuries, but it's still one of the best and one of the, probably the most underrated wrestler. Not just an impact, but in, in wrestling, he does not get the the he doesn't get the respect from the people watching. People in the industry, they know what he's about. They've seen what he's what he what he can do, but. People, the fans and the wrestling media, if you like, doesn't give Chris Sabin enough enough love. He's yeah, and fantastic. Yeah, I I totally agree, and it's the fact that Chris Sabin is as good in 2022 as he was in 2003 when he debuted. Yeah, he's he's well, he's better because he's seasoned. But he can still do the stuff that he was doing in 2003. That's what blows my mind about Chris Sabin. Yeah, he's you know, he's my personal favorite wrestler. And, you know, it's, I will say it's Jeff Hardy and Chris Sabin. Those are my two. When Chris Sabin won the World Championship, like I've said many times, but that was the first time I was fully invested on someone winning the World Championship. When it happened, I was so damn happy. The first time I, I really truly popped for anything in, in wrestling from from a sofa. So I, you, someone you just you just keep him. He's exceptional. So we'll pause this there, and we'll continue this on next week. And we'll be starting off with Crazy Steve. So get your thoughts and feelings on about Crazy Steve. But we'll r- wrap it up there. This has been a podcast. This has been talking bloody nonsense. Uh, follow us here, there, everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you podcast. Drop a like and subscribe on here on YouTube because it all goes towards that YouTube algorithm, which helps us. In two seconds from you helps us massively, so go ahead and do that for us if you can. Uh, t- uh, TV and chats with so many people. You can, uh, Leon Slater coming very soon. Go check out every episode we've done that. There's so many incredible, incredible guests, so go check out those. Yeah, the um, Zack Knight episode has just dropped. So yeah. go and check that out because that was a really fun chat. Yeah, it's a very open and honest conversation. Which, and also if you want to know if you want to know when the next fight there is, go check out that video. So 
as that uh, course, go check out uh, Jeff and Lucha now, it seems, on uh, the Mothership every Sunday. Go check out LOL Trino with Jeff, Johnny and Lucha. So, so funny. The first two episodes have been total non-stop deletion. And yeah, and the second episode is the video game, isn't it? Yeah, the video game, which was... I, I really love that game, and I want to play it again because of that. Well, Craig, I just picked up a copy of TNA Impact, the video game, on the oh. Wii. Oh. I had it on PS3 when it came out. Yeah. But yeah, I just picked up a copy on the Wii. Um, so... When we get together in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, about week, 10 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can have a session on that. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, of course, go check out everything we do. It's a good time for the channel. Uh, so share this when you see it. Share all the episodes of TBN Chats. And just enjoy wrestling because it's fun. And it's it's an escape from this crazy-ass world we're living in. So with that, I've been at MIC. This has been Nixon. I'll continue to be Nixon. Until next time, goodbye, my friends.